0: Thank <music>
1: CEO of Money and Michael Yorba, thanks for joining with us. I have Gore Bolton here with me. He is the CEO of Da Group. Did I pronounce that right? Or is it DA Group? It is. It's short for DA Group, Diversified Advantage Group. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Give our audience some flavor for the background that you bring to the company, how you started the company, what the company does, and then I have a whole list of questions for you.
0: Sure. So at the core, uh, our business is about development, uh, capital, and technology. Uh, Development comes in a couple of different forms. Uh, It it comes from the standpoint of true land development, property development, uh, and and being on the front end of the entitlement process. Uh, We've done projects all over the country. Um, Then it also comes from the standpoint of community development. Where there is development, there are normally community needs. Uh, Those needs come in a variety of of aspects, Uh, so we've actually worked uh, with nonprofits as well as uh, social organizations in the past so that when we plan projects, we can plan for being able to utilize the workforce uh, that may be not in the path of development. And then, of course, every project needs money, Uh, so understanding how to properly capitalize projects is a big focus of ours. And then uh, what we've been able to create out of that uh, is a technology arm that really takes a, a hard look at how we're going to automate the churn of development in the future.
1: Trends in real estate development. You've got your finger on the pulse of what's going on. What are you seeing?
0: Well, right now, of course, everybody's talking about the R word. Uh, and so what we try and keep track of is really where the hot spots are overheating. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and he, he was talking about how he gets the alerts of his, his home price since his last mortgage and all that. And I said, you know, when things hockey stick, it's normally it's normally getting ready to change. Mm-hmm. Of course, the number one indicator in the U.S. is jobs and consumers. So we watch those numbers and aggregate that data on a regular basis where there's strong job demand and there's strong consumer spending uh, is normally going to be a pretty good trend. Uh, Of course, the state policies have been a big deal with migration and
1: net uh, out and inward migration. We take a look at all those patterns as well. Right. Um, Private nonprofit businesses stem. Walk us through what's going on with those, uh, and and how you relate to them. Sure. So one of the things we've seen in our
0: particular industry, especially on the on the real estate development side, is there's a big vacuum of intellectual property in the industry uh, and and know-how from the, what really was a housing uh, depression 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so there's a whole missing group of people in the middle uh, of that industry that just aren't there to guide and lead the newcomers. Uh, and some of them uh, just will never come back. So what we've been doing is we've put a program together to work with uh, nonprofits and agencies to be able to be an entree uh, for uh, workforce viable jobs in STEM uh, that can start out serving the uh, development and construction industry.
1: First, people in the audience don't, don't know what STEM, that acronym? Sure. Sci- jobs in Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math. Okay, got it. Thank you. Um, technology is a big part of your business. It Tell is. Tell our audience about how how it plays with what you do to serve not only the needs of the many, but also the clients that come to you.
0: Sure. So uh, I, I was fortunate enough to, to have an idea that was a little bit ahead of its time. Uh, at the time, I came up with the idea the computing power of the cloud, we didn't even have iPhones. So there was no app store to be able to create uh, an app. So I got a patent a, a, a couple years ago, uh, in geographic information systems and modeling, uh, we've propped up a company called land intelligence, uh, that business is out there on a mission to be able to serve the million acres of property in the country that gets developed every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's about 250 or so thousand projects that start every year. The average project is about three and a half acres in size. And on average, about 50% of the people that do those projects, they're doing it part-time. Mm-hmm. And with that gap in historical knowledge of how to do these projects over the last 10 years, those people need a lot of help. So we think the technology can both create jobs as well as save a bunch of efficiency based on
1: that demand in the marketplace. So it- it is also a repository of past deals that may be no longer on the market because people have left the market. Am I getting a-
0: absolutely? Okay. It's it's basically a, a, what we call a five D analysis. It's not only you know X Y and Z where it is, uh, but it's also time and money. So those are the fourth and fifth dimension we add to it, so that we have the ability to track. Uh, money over time and also be able to crowdsource data about information about whether a property is listed for sale or not, whether there might be problems with it or whether there might be good things with it. Because every wise developer I've ever worked with has said they'd rather say uh, no to a good deal than yes to a bad one.
1: I agree with you. Um, Creating entrepreneurial and Uh, abundance is something that is a phrase that you use it is bring out the true meaning behind that that statement
0: yeah so for me it's all about uh, what my grandfather taught me in kindergarten I used to get off the bus uh, in uh, kindergarten first grade I was fortunate enough my grandfather was retired Uh, he was a he was a retired major and he taught me to play chess and he and he taught me to uh, to read the Wall Street Journal and uh, and my father was an entrepreneur so between my grandfather and my father you know being able to create jobs Lives, be able to create something out of nothing uh, is really, to me, living an abundant life where you're really creating an opportunity for others more than you are yourself most of the time. And then, and then of course, if you do well enough helping other people, you end up doing okay yourself.
1: Yeah, yes, take take care of the service and the service will take care of you. Exactly. Um, issues that are in common that you see in business these days?
0: Well, I think uh, everybody talks about the talent the talent, the talent, the talent, and I think um, I think for our rush over the last uh, ten and twenty years, you know, since the dot com twenty years ago, um, I think a lot of people uh, we've tried to automate people out of jobs, but it seems like the more we automate, the more we realize we need. Good people and so it's kind of funny to watch that trend um i also think that uh one of the largest trends is is the continuity uh the new skills that are necessary are are advancing at such a fast pace uh the 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 tech startups that are handling education but then also workforce education what you didn't what you didn't learn in college Mm -hmm. uh those types of trends i think are great and the the cloud and the internet has been great for that to be able to plug and play in, especially with smaller companies, uh, to be able to really get some resources that you might not have been able to have before.
1: So you mentioned the hockey stick earlier. Do you see that uh, um, the R word people are talking about, I'll say it, the recession may (laughs) be coming, the the economy may be flattening out. Our market is kind of a a different market. I mean, I I was here when the last recession hit and we didn't feel it, it hardly hit this area. Do you still see that uh, maybe Dallas and and Texas as a whole as being one of those rare places that could suffer less if we did have a slowdown in the economy, or do you think it'll be affected? Right along with everybody else. Well, certainly all politics are local, right? And so
0: those policies that, that drive businesses locating somewhere, of course, Texas has a, a, you know, I grew up in Virginia. So the the, the competition was always, which one was going to be the best for business, Virginia or Texas? So they've always been, you know, they've always been strong. And, and what I would say is, is just when the politicians think of, uh, the citizens as their customers and they really start thinking about the value they have to deliver and the things they need to stay out of their way, one of the worst things you can do to a customer is frustrate them, right? right. And so when you look at it from that standpoint, being able to have the infrastructure in place uh, is a huge competitive advantage for what Texas has going on specifically in the, in the overall marketplace. Uh, the ability to do so much business uh, in a relatively small footprint, uh, in, in a relatively open area, uh, in the what, what we would typically call the triangle uh, of, uh, of Texas. You know, the, the other parts of the country, obviously you've got the, the capital market hubs and the, and the other major 20 markets in the country. Those are where 80% of everybody's moving. So keeping track of those on a regular basis, uh, that's only about 200 or so counties, uh, which is a pretty small percentage of the entire country that's generally where most commerce is going to go on I think uh, as long as the um, as long as the lending requirements, uh, stay firm, relevant to the risk that uh, companies are willing to take. Uh, don't let people get overextended. And then, of course, everybody's still talking about the uh, the student loan, the impending student loan crisis. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, I know a lot of friends of mine are offering not just relocation assistance but loan forgiveness. So I think we when you look at those things, uh, anytime you have a system where people don't have skin in the game, uh, your risk is out of balance. And so, student loans is a good example of that. Uh, uh, housing, 0% down is a good example of that. Uh, we've got to be careful with those types of programs because that's when things get overheated too fast. Tell me about the innovative
1: solutions you're working on these days.
0: Sure. So what we're trying to do is really, is really uh, cut down on wasted time and speed up uh, decision making uh, at the right time. So, our technology solutions that we're building in the the real estate development is is really more of a a platform for people that are in the business every day and then the people that are there part time that need to come back. So, think of it as, you know, a a QuickBooks uh, for a small business owner, right? They still have an accountant, they still have a CPA, they're still going to have their advisors. Uh, When you think about those types of platforms, we're basically building uh, that type of a platform for somebody that is searching, selecting, and determining what type of properly. They want to buy, invest,
1: or develop moving forward. Okay. Gore, thanks for being a guest today. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. All right. You've been watching CEO Money with Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.